welcome to episode 74 of the Avatar Hour podcast, your ultimate companion podcast to the world in fandom of Avatar. I'm Andre. And I'm Kayla. And today we are talking about our ranking of all three seasons of Atla, as well as our top three favorite episodes of Atla. We're going to try keeping the spoilers today only to Avatar The Last Airbender, so full-on spoiler warning for all three seasons of Atla. Before we get into that in the news, Kayla, how's it going? I'm good, you know, just uh, still doing job interviews and homework and trying to stay sane in an insane time, you know, kind of the, yeah, u- the, sure. use, the usual, essentially. I'm very excited to get my hair cut today. That's something I'm really looking forward to. <laughs> yeah, I love the co- I love the color right now. Um, I'm going to wait two more weeks before I get it recolored, but I like how it looks right now. Um, I'm actually just more so just touching up the side, trying to maintain the undercut. Um, I just love it when I get my hair cut and it's all fuzzy on the sides. Like, that's just the coolest <laughs> feeling. I, I just, I sometimes I'll just be like, just touching the side of my head, just absentmindedly. Um, so just shit like that just makes me really happy. I just like it whenever I can do fun things to my hair. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. And definitely I get it recolored, but I am surprised at how well, how pretty it looks, even though the color's faded yeah. considerably since I got it first done, you know? So yeah, that color is what I like imagine when someone says strawberry blonde, because it's like a light pink with like some streaks of blonde. That's what I imagine, but that's yeah. not that's the case. That's unfortunately not the but, case, but you know what? Yeah. That, that does make sense. You know what? I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, like I, yeah. Um, my coworker actually has the same hair color as me, like the same pink um, as I did. I don't know which one of us got it first, but we both look good. And, you know, I'm not competing with her on that. But like we were talking <laughs> in the elevator the other day, we were talking about our hair color. And she's like, you know, yours faded like to a really pretty like rose gold kind of pink. And I'm like, you know what? I didn't even think about it, it yeah. like that. Yeah, it's rose gold. You know, that. Rose gold cotton candy whatever color uh but i just like that the pink can like fade into such a pretty color you know uh especially mm-hmm. since i never had my hair dyed a fun color before this is this is a nice experience i'm definitely i think right now i'm going to keep to the pink um but yeah. i definitely want to try different colors for sure yeah i've got to get my hair color. i usually dye my hair around the the summer i don't know why it's because like i'm stuck inside in like winter I'm not really going anywhere, like, um, like COVID aside. Mm-hmm. So I really want to, when it gets, like, warmer out and I'm outside more, I really want to get it colored again. I had it, like, at this, like, hot purple Ooh. last summer. And I think I want to do that again because I really liked that color. Yeah. Um, we should both have funky hair colors. I mean, how can we call ourselves queer without funky hair colors, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the fall is just, because it's all, it, I just look blonde. Mm-hmm. So, and then by the time the winter comes, it's all, like, cut out. It's just black again. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely definitely looking forward to that chris uh my partner saves me hundreds of dollars a year by doing my hair and he's actually really good at it like the first time he offered to do it i was like uh like i had my i had my best friend who i was living with in my um my apartment do like the sides for me every once in a while because you know i didn't really cut the top much i just needed like the sides but I wanted to go and get like the the top like shorter and everything. And he's like, well, let me do it. Let me try. Let me try a fade on you. And I'm like, okay. And I said yes, because he's done, a, done it on himself before. Yeah. It looks really good. So I was really happy with it. And now that's a whole expense that I don't have to worry about because yeah. my boyfriend can cut my hair. That's really nice. I mean, I like, I remember I considered for a hot minute getting like the razor to do like my sides over the you know, early quarantine days, but I was just too scared to. But honestly, with how much mm-hmm. that like I go in to get my sides touched up, I should just like figure out how to do it myself or have someone do it for me, you know? Yeah, until I had someone do it for me, I used to go to I think it's called Famous Hair. 
It's like across the street from Towers. Oh, okay. I'm in that little like it. shopping center where like the right it used to be volcano. Oh, I figured that's where it was. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Next to the to the UPS. Mm-hmm. I had this really amazing um woman there, like who very few people know how to cut my hair. It's just I have weird hair. But she got it. She got me together every single it. time. I love that. So Monica, if you're listening, shout out. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, I mean, considering that I'm gonna be moving, you know, in a couple months, like, especially if I get the job that I'm hoping for, you know, um, you know, moving, I'll be moving and I'll need probably need to get my ticket, find a new salon to go mm-hmm. to. So that's going to be an interesting experience mm-hmm. yeah. figuring that out. Um, especially because I'm planning on living in between Morgantown and Pittsburgh. So like mm-hmm. there's a lot of options in those areas. So yeah, definitely have to figure that out. But anywho, uh, enough about hair, <laughs> enough about hair. I mean, you know, that's another podcast right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, speaking of moving, thank you for the setup, Kayla. You're welcome. I figured um, literally, cool. literally two minutes before um, I started recording, I just received the lease for the new place I'm going to move into. So we got approved yesterday and we got the lease this morning. So if everything in the lease is like good to go, there's no issues, there's no questions, then I'll be moving in a couple of weeks. Like, well, not a couple of weeks, like maybe like a month from now. That's so exciting. Um, yeah, I'm really excited. I'm tired of looking and going yeah. to places and having it not work out. It could be really tiring and mm-hmm. like really like discouraging, especially with how the market is right now. It's just like, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah, it's it's been a long time coming. Like me and Chris have been trying to find a place like literally since like summer of last year. Mm-hmm. But it's just the time's not been right. We don't have enough. We didn't have enough money, but we're both doing really good at our jobs. We've been saving a lot. And um, our sister's going to move in with us. So she's helping out too. So, oh, that's yeah. nice. That's awesome. Yeah, it's going to be really fun. I'm so fun. happy for you guys. Uh, do you have a good Valentine's Day? Because, you know, we can get a chance to talk about Valentine's Day oh, since girl. Uh, last episode. Girl, yes, I did. I actually had a really great Valentine's Day. Me, me and Chris celebrated the day before, I guess, yeah. on Valentine's Day, because uh, he was. We're both working, and it was just hard to go anywhere. Yeah. But Sunday, we went to Barnes and Noble. Oh, that That's our like favorite place. Date. Oh my god, favorite place to have like a date. Um, I went ahead and picked up Toff's Metal Bending Academy because it was there. I also picked up um. This book that I've been seeing on TikTok. TikTok made me buy it. Uh, it's called The Darkness Outside Us. Oh, okay. I've not and it's supposed to be really good and really gay. Okay, and good. Tell I, me how that I've is because tr- I'm, I'm look, always looking for gay shit to read. Yeah, I, I've been trying to find the perfect book that can like get me back into normal reading. Because mm-hmm. my sister, I mean, apart from like Rise of Kiyoshi and whatnot, but my sister has been like knocking out book after book after book. And she's like has this collection now. And I really want to... Um, she asked me if I like want to do like a book club with her on like Goodreads uh, with our mutual friend as well. So I was oh, like, I I'd love that. to do that, but I just need to I just need to get back yeah, into get, reading because I miss muscles. it a lot. Got to flex those muscles again, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 one of those people where I used to devour books when I was like in middle Same. school. You know, Same. like it. I was I was oh I always was reading a book, and now I'm just like. High school and college kind of killed my dream of reading. Yeah, because I mean, it also doesn't help you know, if you're reading books that weren't that interesting. I mean, had to like analyze. Yeah, you know, and yeah. in some cases, I mean, there might have been some good books we read in high school, but you know, it's a lot of cases it felt like no to read. <laughs> I can't think I of. I tried anyone. to be optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> I blame well, Huckleberry Finn. Yeah, um, I'm in the middle of. Uh, well, right now I'm reading. Um, oh, what's the book's title? Uh, Last night at the 
Oh, Last Night at the Telegraph Club. I'm reading that right now. It's a historical fiction mm. lesbian book, um, which is really good Love so that. far. So I will definitely keep you posted on that. It's a drag king in the book, which is super cool. I'm like, oh my God, drag king representation. Let's go. Uh, that's what I'm reading right now. So maybe that'll be a recommendation in uh, the coming weeks for the cool. podcast. So yeah. anyway. Yeah, we went to uh, we went to Barnes and Noble uh-huh. and then he took me to this Korean barbecue place Ooh. and it was amazing. I've never done... Uh, I never been to a Korean barbecue place where you like you cook the food yourself and everything. Oh wow! I knew it was, that. yeah. They have like this um this pan in the middle of the table, mm-hmm. um like this burner, and like they bring you out the meat. It's like it's raw, and you cook it yourself. And you, ha- you ha- they have like this whole bar of like dipping sauces wow. and like uh, all these sides and everything. It was just it was uh, we were super full, but oh, it was just amazing. amazing. That sounds awesome. Yeah. So mine wasn't quite as uh, like my Valentine's Day was also the weekend before. So Lindsay and I, um, you know, we went to a show together and vice versa. Uh, if anyone's a Dragula mm. fan, Dolly, the winner of season four, uh, was in town oh. for Valentine's Day weekend for the show. Uh, such a fun show. And Lindsay had never seen Dragula. So she had no idea what to expect. I did kind of give filler in a little bit on what Dragula is, but she had a great time at the show. And then, um, you know, the next time we went axe throwing. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I figured that's that's something that we both had a great time doing. Uh, she like Lindsay described it as like you know what this is like darts but more fun. I'm like you know what you're right. I I took a lot of a lot of pictures of us like with our you know with our axes and with our you know whenever we got a good shot on the target. I managed hit the bullseye like two times and I am really proud of myself because I can't aim for shit most of the time. Nice. So, that's how I Love spent that. my very romantic Valentine's Day. We went to dinner at. Uh, you know, brewery the night before and, you know, it was was like, it was just, it was simple, but it was fun, you know? Awesome. I'm glad we both had a great Valentine's day. That's so sweet. All right. So (laughs) love that. Let's get into uh, the news. And the news is that there is no news. Um, so and then Paramount Plus means that in a few weeks is going to be like a bunch of news just dropped on us out of the blue. Exactly. Uh, Paramount Plus Investors Day came and went, and we got no new news about Avatar Studios. Um, well, we we got uh, RuPaul's Drag Race All Star Seven is happening, so we know that, but Great. nothing about Not, Avatar no big, Studios. Big surprise! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. I I guess I think a lot of people were like shocked that yeah. we didn't hear like a single thing about avatar studios i did see the um, teaser though they had like a teaser for like upcoming things they had like this thing where they had a bunch of nickelodeon cartoon characters like one who threw a cave together and you could see ang in that teaser um but that's it Interesting. that's the only avatar thing and like now you see well they did update the headers on facebook for um legend of Korra and for avatar the last airbender to have paramount mm-hmm. plus's logo on there so so that's like yeah. Maybe that's like little crumbs there. It's nothing really much. <laughs> yeah, it's like like the superficial stuff or like not superficial, but like, you know, marketing stuff is like I, I've noticed that they've been changing profile pictures, headers, that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I um I would have expected like just something, you know. Yeah. I don't or maybe maybe it's unreasonable, you know, only after a year to expect like a whole bunch of news on it's it. Like just because I was expecting something, you know, something tangible, yeah. like a general release date for something, like you know. Yeah, but then again, I mean, we have reported no on title. the past couple of episodes that um, they are looking. They've been like Avatar Studios has been posting like job listings, looking for you know animators and uh, artists. So mm-hmm. um, maybe they're not ready to announce anything just yet. Um, you know, the next big event we could possibly 
look forward to any official Avatar Studios updates. Could be San Diego Comic-Con in July. Um, but yeah, so we'll, we'll stay tuned in the meantime. But that was a little bit of a little bit of a surprise for the Avatar fandom. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but that's the news. The news is that there is no news. So um, before we get into our main topic today, we wanted to let you know that along with today's episode, Kayla and I will also be recording a brand new episode of the Avatar After Hour, where we will be presenting our character-themed Spotify playlists. So if you'd like to join us and also get access to this playlist, those playlists will only be accessible through Patreon. You can pledge at the $5 Air Acolyte level at patreon.com slash the Avatar Hour podcast. So really looking forward to that. I had a lot of fun finding uh, the songs for the character playlist. So yeah, that's going to be fun. It was fun and a challenge at the same time, but depends on the character. But again, I will get more into that when we actually record the episode. So again, join our Patreon if you'd like to find out more. All right. Are you ready to get into the main discussion, oh. Kayla? I'm excited and nervous about this because, quite honestly, this is a bit of a struggle. Like, I was sitting down last night because, you know, I prepare things at the last minute as usual. And I'm just, like, forgetting every single episode <laughs> of Avatar. <laughs> like, I'm kind of like, it's like when someone asks you what your favorite book is and forget yeah. every book you ever read. Like, it's like I had that. to go through a list because um, I, I had to be thorough. Yeah, and I, um, like... <sighs> There were so many good episodes, obviously. It's a fucking amazing show. But narrowing it down to, like, a top five overall best. And then I also arranged it by season two. Like, the best, like, of the seasons. And it was a struggle. I There's, like, I mean, as you see, like, as you will see uh, when I get into it, there's, some, there's, like, two seasons where I had to pick two best because I literally could not decide yeah. between the two. So... Uh, well, without further ado, let's dive into our rankings. Well, here. before so, before we get into the the rankings, what's our what's our criteria for how we pick this? Like for me, did choosing you have a criteria? No, <laughs> like what's your personal like criteria? Because like for me, oh. choosing the episodes was based on like it was a balance of like what's my personal favorite episode from that season, and also mm. which episode do I think is like a standout in that season? That's yeah. kind of how. I picked oh, gotcha. it. Okay. Yeah, and then the. Like, did we talk about certain standards that we had? No. Here too? <laughs> no, it's pretty straightforward. Like, did we have a conversation that I missed. <laughs> yeah, with me, I think the um another thing that made that um factored into my decision um is like when I think of Avatar, what do I think of? What mm. like scenes do I think of? Yeah. So a lot of my decisions have to do with like big moments and big visuals. Um, so. Well, I'll elaborate more as I get into it. Uh, <laughs> shall we Shall we commence with our rankings? Yes, let's do it. Are you ready now? Let's yeah. do it. Okay. So our first ranking, we determine um, what's the top, what the, you know, the best seasons in order are. And so my rankings are th- you know, season three, season two, and then season one. Okay. Um, I think season three had, uh, it's just, I think it's, ab- season three is Avatar at its absolute best. It's this final, it's this final season. It's building up to, the you know the big old finale the you know there's like just so many like fantastic episodes and character moments in season three and season two is a really 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 close second uh with its episodes like it was it was not easy to pick between two and three Mm -hmm. however of course one is just as important because there wouldn't be a show without season one but oh this is just i told you it's gonna be a struggle but i i stand by my season rankings pretty strongly with it so how did you Um, how did you uh what were the decisions that factored into your ranking for the seasons? Um, I was kind of just picturing like, um, like some of the best episodes, I think, uh, in 
my ranking. I have two episodes from actually no, I can't even is it three episodes? I'm checking sorry, I'm checking my top five. Three of the episodes of my top five are from season three. Mm-hmm. So like that's a like that was also a big deciding factor in that as well. Um but I just thought that season three was just like Avatar putting it's all into everything they had left to bring it to a satisfying conclusion. And that's why I picked season three as my top season. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, yeah. So, yeah. Well, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm really glad in a way that our rankings are slightly different because my season rankings are season two, season three, and season one. Now, before we go any further, I think it's important to note that we're not, we've both put season one at the bottom, but it's not because season one sucks, right? No, like, that's absolutely not true. And same goes for, stronger. same goes for the episodes that like we didn't pick. Like we're not saying those episodes are bad, but, but no. this is just our personal ranking for it. So the reason I, I put season two at the top is that I think season two introduces Azula, who is one of the best characters in the show. And I, I like the fact that the season was built in a way that that the characters would fail by the end and i think that's a really interesting premise for a like children's tv show you know almost every single episode especially by the time we get to bossing say is like building up to this like downfall of like the earth kingdom and where the gang find themselves by the end of the season uh it's really interesting and With i the exception of toff toff Right, comes out on top. Everybody else is just struggling. Well, that's true. That's true. And Toph is <laughs> is another factor in why I picked this because obviously Toph is one of my favorite characters, and and I think the season did such a good job with um, characterizing her off the bat and just really solidifying her role in the group. Um, and I I also just think that season two is you know season two is for shows it could be hit or miss. Like mm-hmm. sometimes it completely like misses the the mark, and sometimes like it does what Avatar does and continues the story in a satisfying way and brings new things to the table. And I think as far as season twos go, Avatar has one of the best season twos ever. It's um, like the Empire Strikes Back of the exactly. Know. And then I picked I picked season three because while there's like so much to love in season three, I when I think of Avatar. A lot of the things I think of come from season two. Um, Zuko alone, also honorable mention. Th- that makes that that brings up season two a lot for me. That is just like a, such a smart piece of writing, and it season two definitely has a lot of episodes like that. But season three is is we've talked about it before. It brings everything to a satisfying conclusion, and it does really really well. I think maybe why I put it in the middle is that. Sometimes I struggle with the beginning of season three because I really like the awakening, like the first episode, bringing everybody back. And then the next couple episodes are kind of like, you know, we're waiting for the invasion to happen. So we're kind of go, going off on some of these side quests, which is great for like character and stuff. But I'm in terms of like looking at the seasons in terms of like an overall like arc of the story, season three kind of stops and starts a little bit too much for me. And whereas I think season two builds up uh, like incrementally really, really well. And you know me, I love high political intrigue and fantasy fantasy shows. So season two also, you know, just for me personally, has a lot more that attracts me to it, you know. And then season one is a great 
first season. I mean, it lays down the groundwork very well. I think the only reason it's probably at the bottom for me is that a lot of the episodes in my mind kind of like blend together. Um, yeah. Even after doing a full recap of the show, you know, it's 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 really a lot of one-off adventures. And again, which is not a bad thing, but it it is hard to kind of like remember what exactly happened in terms of like chronology sometimes. Um, and yeah. I think the show was still trying to find its footing in terms of like the action and how they want to move the story episode to episode. The character writing has always been stellar, outstanding from the get go. Absolutely. I think I would put season one at the bottom just because of the fact that it, it muddles a little bit for me and it's still finding its footing. Yeah. Yeah. That's the similar reasons why I put it in the bottom. Um, I also wanted to add with season three is that um, like also why I put it in the top um, is just that even like the kind of smaller episodes still have like a lot of strength to them. Yeah. Like especially the headband episode, um, adding more nuance to, you know, the enemy, you know, adding to the Fire Nation and just adding more nuance to it than a lot of the shows give its, you know, its bad guys, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so that's just another thing that I really loved about season three. Okay. So we are going to be right back with our rankings of our favorite slash best episodes of Atla right after this quick break. We will see you guys then. Hey everyone, Andre here. Before we get into the second half of the episode, we just wanted to remind everyone to check to make sure you are following the Avatar Hour podcast on your favorite podcast platform of choice. And if that platform has a rating system, please consider leaving us a review and some feedback. With subscribers and reviews, it allows us to reach future listeners and help the podcast grow in the long run. Thanks for listening, and now, back to the show. And we're back with our top rankings of the Avatar seasons and episodes for the entire series. So, for me, um, I'm going to go through each of the episodes of each season, uh, the top episodes of each season. So, for uh, I am so, so bad at deciding (laughs) things. So, I have picked a top two for seasons one and three. I'm the worst, I know. But for season one, I'm between The Storm and The Blue Spirit for the best episodes. Um, I think like The Storm is one of the first really big like character um, stories and setting up the like parallels between Zuko and Aang and setting up, you know, where the relationship mm-hmm. is going to go based off of their similarities. And then, of course, The Blue Spirit drives that together, what was set up in The Storm with, you know, Zuko and Aang being forced to work together and, you know, the whole... You know, we probably, you know, maybe we could have been friends from the moment. Um, just like the action has just been like upped. Uh, you know, it's just a really great midpoint for season one. Yeah. Uh, we talked about that extensively on the show, being like, holy shit, this is really good. <laughs> you know, of yeah. like how good the action got. And it was also one of the best, like that episode being translated into the movie was one of the best parts of the movie. True. It was <laughs> the one of the best parts not of the movie. Exist. Yeah. <laughs> So that's my season one uh, decisions. Um, but you know what? If I'm going to have to decide between the two of them, I wanted to go with the Blue Spirit being the best episode of season one uh, slash favorite episode of season one. So awesome. I had I, I had to work, by the, work myself through these things. Yeah. <laughs> it just happens. Uh, for season two, the best episode for me is The Crossroads of Destiny. Um, I think that was the first episode I ever watched of Atla. Uh, like I watched like the last like 10 minutes or so of it. And that was the first ever thing I was exposed to in Atla. And I was uh-huh. just like, Holy shit, the show's amazing. I don't know anything about these people, but I really care about them. And I didn't watch it for like 10 years. Um, I also love but... how you snuck in two episodes because this is technically two episodes, too. Fuck. <laughs> I'm so bad at this, right? Uh, but 
Okay, fine. More specifically, let's go with part two. Okay. I guess. Okay. How's that? You want specifics for that? I'll go with part two. Perfect. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the visuals. Like, I, whenever I think of season two, I tend to think of the series finale, not series, but season finale with, um, you know, just all of these, like, like you mentioned before, all of these Things have been set up since the beginning of the season, just coming to fruition. You know, the decision, the character decisions drive the rest of the series. It's just such a fucking amazing episode. Yeah. Um, and then for season three, I'm also stuck between two because I cannot make a goddamn decision to save my fucking life. Don't um, you mean I'm you're a- in between three? Because because one of them but is also a two-parter. <laughs> Love how he said, well, love how he said top three and Kayla's like, I have seven. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. I can't. Sorry. This is on. This is very on brand for you. I love it. Thanks. I guess. (laughs) I don't really know if it's a compliment or not. Um, I'm not honestly part one and part fine. Let's go with part two again on this because I didn't say you had to pick between the two. I'm just pointing it out now because I feel bad. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just pointing it out. And I. I don't need that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you're going by Netflix episodes, then yeah, this is technically one episode. But... Maybe that's probably why I just went through that decision. Yeah. Uh, fine. Part two, because we get to see the characters lose. Uh, we get to see the main characters. And like, I don't mean that in like a way, like a you know, evil kind of way. It's like, I like seeing people suffer, but you know, it's just like, it's in regards to like character moments and seeing, um, you know, how it's been built since the library episode in season two mm-hmm. and, you know, kind of seeing the good guys lose. You don't see that very often yeah. and kind of watching them being forced to pivot to a new plan, um, you know, and of course sets up the stakes for the rest of the season, you know, kind of keeps you on your damn toes. So black sun part two. And then I picked puppet master as well, because Puppet Master is a really great character episode for me with Katara and learning more about the Southern Water Tribe and why it is the way it is mm-hmm. right now. And just, you know, it's just one of the most like incredible episodes of the series, which is why I had to put it there. Um, so yeah, I have some, I have, I have some, I guess you can tell I have some <laughs> really, really hard time coming coming up with this. I've put a lot of thought into it. And I have a hard time justifying my own decisions sometimes because I don't know. <sighs> Heartfelt. So let's hear yours because you're a bit more decisive than me. <laughs> so, okay. So season one, my favorite episode, and I thought a lot about this. My favorite episode is Winter Solstice Part 2, Avatar Roku. Um, while I think that like the Blue Spirit episode, the start of episode, really fucking good episodes of the show. I remember this one when we were recapping it. I remember it us talking about how this changes the game because this is the first time we hear about Susan's Comet. This is, I think, the first time uh, we hear from Avatar Roku. It also includes things like, you know, I think this is also the episode where the gang comes across like a firebender that doesn't want to kill them um, with the fire sage. Um, So it's like, it it started introducing that of like how, you know, there are still fire industry people that aren't like trying to kill them, you know? Um, so it just, it just made the whole story much more interesting. Um, and I really think that it deserves like a top slot in the season. 
Um, and it often often gets scrubbed over because I also think because it's a two parter, it can kind of get lost, like muddled in between all the episodes. Um, That's why I had, I had like five different, like you know, <laughs> exactly <laughs> two parters, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But um, but that's yeah, that's my favorite episode for season one. My favorite episode for season three, and I'm going from the bottom to the top of my ranking. Um, my favorite episode of season three. Everyone's got to know this. It's the Avatar and the Fire Lord. This is my mm-hmm. favorite favorite episode of Avatar ever, and it was almost the reason why I put season three at the top of my ranking. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just one of my all time favorite. Every time I do a rewatch, I look forward to this episode. Um, it, it it's I think I like it for the same reason as Winter Solstice Part 2, because it does change some things with the characters more, more than the story. But, um, you know, Zuko finding out that Roku is his uh, grandfather or great-grandfather, I think. Great-grandfather. Um, and again, it's an episode where uh, Zuko and Aang had this parallel story, much like the storm. Um, and I, I just, I really like it when when the show does that. Um, because there's so many similarities between these two characters and yet so many differences. Foils. Foils. They're foils, foils. of each other. Um, yeah, but that's that's one of my favorite episodes of season three. Probably my my favorite episode of all time. Um, mm-hmm. And then my season two favorite episode is uh, season two, episode 18, The Earth King. Um, listen, this episode has everything. It's got a great action set piece at the beginning. This is when the gang are infiltrating um, the the palace. Uh, it's got political intrigue, you know, them going to Lake Lagai, trying to prove to the Earth King that there is a war happening. Um, Long Fang in the gutter. Love that. Love that. Um, and also the reveal at the end of the Kyoshi Warriors being Ozai's angels. Like that always mm-hmm. gets me. Every time I watch it with someone for the first time, that's always one of the moments where I look forward like, to seeing their reactions because it's always yeah. like, oh my fucking God. Um, but I just think it has it has so many good elements of Avatar in one episode. And that's also one of my top favorite episodes of Avatar. This is, I mean, like as much as this is hard, it's just really great to hear like the different opinions that we have on the show and like yeah. what makes it, you know, like what the best of the best in the show is. It's just yeah. I mean, it, it tracks, right? Like we we both have pretty different relationships to Avatar and in some ways they're still pretty similar. Yeah. I was kind of scared that we would pick the same episodes because we're pretty yeah, much on the like I agree. Yeah, yeah, we're pretty much on the same page on a, on a lot when it comes to Avatar, but I like that that we were able to like bring like different things to the table. Absolutely. Yeah, but again, just because we didn't mention an episode in the episode doesn't mean that we hate it or anything but these this is what stands out to us this is some of our personal favorites so yeah it was challenging but it was also like fun to like kind of go back and and see all the episodes and figure out which ones resonated the most you know mm-hmm. cool Absolutely. well we also asked some listeners for their rankings and their favorite episodes. Um, this I'm looking forward to. Yeah. This I've been looking forward to all week. Kayla, do you want to read this first email from Caitlin? Yeah, let's go for it. So, Caitlin says, Hi, Kayla and Andre. My favorite Atlas seasons are three, two, one, in that order. Same as me. Uh, season one is good, but the last two seasons hit it out of the park. Season three had all my favorite moments with May and Tylee betraying uh, Azula. Zuko reuniting with Iroh, the final Agni Kai, and Zuko being a Fire Lord and learning to be humble and to serve his friends and family tea. Uh, season two is my second favorite because it took until Toph being introduced to get it going. 
Plus, in some of the episodes in season two, I was more interested in Zuko and Iroh's plotline than Team Avatar's. Mm, interesting. Yeah. The Storm is my favorite episode out of season one. It's even better on a repeat viewing because we get to see Azula and her personality. Like, she's happy to see Zuko being burned. Perhaps it cemented Azula's position as the favorite child. Iroh is closer to ever to Zuko after losing Muten and Zuko losing Ursa. And he must have felt guilty about letting Zuko go into the war meeting. Day of Black Sun Part 2. Oh my god, same. It's one of my favorites because you don't get to see a lot of animated shows during the mid-2000s with teenagers slash young adults confronting their abusive parents and calling them out on their abusive behaviors. I'm so proud of my boy Zuko for standing up to his abuser. doesn't matter if it's in the middle of the solar eclipse that Ozai can't physically hurt him or not. It took a lot of guts. The whole scene plus redirecting the lightning was chef's kiss. Firebending Masters is another one of my favorites because of Aang and Zuko during the dancing dra- doing the dancing dragon with Ran and Shaw. The whole scene was beautiful. And, you know, at some point, Zuko was like, okay, I got to ask you, what's the deal with the frogs, dude? I think he's referring to the Blue Spirit episode. Uh, she's, I'm sorry, they're referring to the Blue Spirit episode on this one, perhaps. Um, it also meant the Fire Nation was suppressing an aspect of firebending. Can you tell that my number one favorite character is Zuko? And <laughs> yes. that ends Caitlin's message. <laughs> yes, it's quite obvious, but I appreciate that you have the self-awareness that I clearly lack. Uh, <laughs> So some overlap there. Love that. Let's move on to another email, Alyssa. So they've put uh, season three as their number one. They say Zuko's redemption arc with three exclamation points. All the arcs coming full circle with a satisfying conclusion. Fire Nation. These are like bullet points for, I think, why they they like uh, the season. Uh, Fire Nation fashion. The Agni Kai. Ozai versus Aang. All good reasons to love season three. Season two, Toph and Ozai's Angels. I love that Ozai's Angels it's has become a thing. It's, it's catching, catching on. on. <laughs> <laughs> <started the> <laughs> love that. Love that. Um, season one, they say still great, just not as great as the other two. Uh, and then they say top episodes, and they asked uh, their students to tell me their favorite episodes, um, which is wow. really cool. Um, and the students said, uh, Susan's comment, does that count as one? I guess. Uh, the Footloose episode that's also catching on, but I think I that, love that, so much. that might was that a thing before us. I think that might have been I'm a thing sure. before I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but I like to take credit for things, so we're just gonna go with yes. Yeah, so we came up with it. Okay. Uh, the Ember Island players gets a shout out. The Storm and Zuko alone, and they say this is probably one of my favorite episodes too. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, our next person who sent in their opinion is from Serena. So they say, hey, my name's Serena, and I really love your podcast, and I'm so excited for you to get into the comics. We're going to go into the search next, so we're very excited to get into that. Yes. So I appreciate your enthusiasm for the comics. It's so hard to narrow down my favorites, but if I have to, book one. Uh, sorry, let's try it. Is it? Oh, God. It's like one of those brain teaser puzzles where it's like, the yeah, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. So like, okay, let's try this again. So book two is their top favorite, followed by three and then one. So similar to Andre's uh, position on the seasons. Am I reading this correctly? Yes. Because my brain hurts. Yes. <laughs> uh, books two, three and two often flip-flop for me, but I have to give it to book two. I love Azula as the one of the main villains. Love finally getting to talk into the gang. Aang's journey with losing Appa. Zuko's journey learning what the world is really like. And of course, all of the bossing say corruption and conspiracy. I love the heavy backstory episodes and the ones where we get to learn more about Zuko. So a couple of my favorites are The Storm and Zuko Alone. My favorite that just makes me happy and satisfies the cave of two lovers. Hard to agree with you on that mm-hmm. one. I love all of the episodes taking place in Ba Sing Se and Azula's masterful takeover. Then there's the epic season finales, which are just incredible. 
I could watch the last 10 episodes of book three over and over because they are the best ramp up to the best series finale. But two of my absolute favorites are The Blind Bandit, for obvious reasons, and The Puppet Master. It was one of the episodes I remember most vividly from when I watched the show as a child because it terrified me. But now I love the darker episodes and when they expand on bending bending abilities. And I just love Katara-centered episodes. As do I. Love that. We really love and respect Katara on this podcast. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, thank you guys for emailing us. We're going to move over to our Instagram replies. Um, So Laura M., says season two, season three, and season one, which, thank you, Laura M. I was feeling unseen and unheard uh, by the first three. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, But they say, we can see a big change in the growth of all characters, especially in season two. I believe season one, we are still getting to know all of them. And then their three favorite episodes are The Cave of Two Lovers, The Crossroads of Destiny, and The Headband. Awesome, awesome choices. And we have another Instagram reply from Dylan, who also agrees with season two, season three, season one ranking, and their top blue, their top. I can't read today. I'm so sorry. Okay. That one email just fucked me up. I <laughs> uh, <laughs> top the top three that Dylan listed are the Blue Spirit, the Blind Bandit, and the Firebending Masters. All good choices. Yes, Firebending Firebending Masters was a close uh, t- uh, pick for me because I also really really love that episode. Um, at Extreme Secrecy writes season three, season two, season one, and their top three episodes are Siege of the North part one and two and The Runaway. And then we have from A Dose of Fran. They also agree with your choice of season two, season three, season one for their ranking. And their top episodes are The Storm, Crossroads of Destiny and The Puppet Master. So we have some in common with the uh, selections of their favorite episodes and yeah, that's all of our replies and all of our listener inputs from this. Awesome. Uh, Thank you guys so much for really, sending that in. Yeah, we really love it when when we get y'all involved on, you know, opinions and things like that. And that's why we have Fandom Corner, which I forgot to get this week. It's okay. You know what? <laughs> this was our Fandom Corner. We had people you know from what? the fandom in our corner. So we're good. There you go. We're just... <laughs> count that as fandom corner this week because <laughs> this week has been insane for me and I just literally I didn't even realize that I forgot to put in a separate fandom corner <laughs> until I scrolled down past the Instagram replies and I'm like shit. It's okay. It's but, okay. This this works as fandom corner. It does. Thank God. Um, Because I was about to start scrambling through my phone and be like oh my god I gotta find something. <laughs> <laughs> Alright so let's oh move on god. to our recommendations. Kayla what do you recommend this week? So this week, I recommend The Legend of Vox Machina, which is an Amazon Prime series. I keep seeing Uh, so much about this show on TikTok. It's so good. (laughs) Okay. um, So (laughs) let me calm down for a second before I talk about it. Okay. But if any of you have heard of Critical Role, for those of you who don't, it's basically a bunch of voice actors who play D&D. And they obviously, with their amazing voice acting talents, create some really rich and awesome characters. Um, I just started getting into campaign campaign three myself. Uh, been really trying to catch up. I just put like I think the fourteenth episode this week. Each episode's like three hours long. But anyway, I've been trying to keep up with that. However, you do not need to know anything about Critical Role to enjoy The Legend of Vox Machina. So uh, basically, it's this. Uh, it's a, definitely an adult animated series. Just just so you know, it's definitely not for children. Um, but it's based off of their first campaign together in Critical Role. And essentially just a, you know, band of misfits who are kind of terrible at their jobs as heroes, but they managed to save the world anyway. Um, the final three episodes just dropped today on the day of this recording. So February 18th. And 
it's really good. The, it's just really great to see people who um, are just, like who are super passionate about the story. And I watched a lot of the behind the scenes of the making of this series. And you can really tell how much passion is put into this project. And especially when like the actors themselves created the characters, they really do know their characters well. And the animation is fantastic. And the storytelling is also fantastic. It's will make you laugh one minute and then break your heart in the next. Um, it's just an absolute fun ride. And I can't wait to see how it ends for this. I think it's supposed to do another season of it. Um, but I don't, at the point of this recording, I have no idea what happens next to finish out the season. So I'm very excited when we finish recording to finally finish the season. So Vox Machina, it's great shit. <laughs> awesome. Love that. Um, I'm going to recommend the documentary film, Billie Eilish, The World's a Little Blurry. So I have to explain this one. Um, my partner and my sister, they both went to a Billie Eilish concert in DC last week. Um, and ever since they got back, they've been like playing the music all the time. And I liked Billie Eilish. I really liked some of her songs, but, um, I've gotten a chance to listen to some of her lesser known songs. And now I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. Love her. So I'm like hardcore fan now. And, um, uh, my sister Sophia told me there's this documentary film that they did. Uh, I haven't watched it yet. Do you want to watch it with me? I'm like, of course. And I love documentary films about, um like singers and music artists because it's i just find them so interesting um and this one was really really good really entertaining uh really thought provoking if you're a fan of billy eilish or even if you're not i would suggest going to watch this the only thing is that it's on apple tv which we had to use a friend's account because we don't have um it's only available on there unfortunately but if you do have apple tv and you haven't watched it i would definitely go and and give it a give it a shot it's heartwarming it's funny it's um it's also really inspiring so i would definitely go in and check it out awesome well if you'd like to follow us on social media we are on tiktok at the avatar hour pod we post our you know some promotional stuff for upcoming episodes and teasers but we also post some goofy shit too and i'm also particularly proud of it uh so and also you can follow us on facebook and instagram at the avatar hour podcast and on twitter at avatar hour and uh as you can see, we're looking for more fandom corner entries. <laughs> so if you've got any, uh, you know, good memes, good headcanons, thoughts on the show, uh, send it our way through our DMs on our social media platforms, or you can send us an email at theavatarhourpodcast at gmail.com. Love that. And if you want some more Avatar Hour in your life, then consider signing up for a Patreon that we mentioned earlier on. For as little as $1 a month or up to $5 a month, you can access our show notes, ad-free editions of our episodes, Zoom recordings, early release episodes, and so much more. If you sign up for our $5 Air Acolyte level, you can also gain access to our flagship benefit, the Avatar After Hour. Again, we will be recording a new episode as soon as we sign off, uh, unveiling our character-themed Spotify playlist. So if you want to join us for that, head over to patreon.com slash the avatar hour podcast and if you haven't already make sure you're subscribed to the show on your favorite podcast platform of choice and please also if you haven't already leave us a review um it helps people find the show and makes us more visible and um yeah every review helps out and that's it for this week we will be back next week with our first recap episode of the search comic book part one so, so looking excited. forward to that um, but until then, we will see you guys next week. I'm Andre. And I'm Taylor. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.